Welcome to the Patriotic Pulpit. We want to look at the impeachment of Joe Biden today. We want to do it in two different areas, and that is, number one, we want to look at what Speaker Kevin McCarthy has announced regarding the formal impeachment inquiry, as he puts it, in Joe Biden. And then we want to look at the reasons Joe Biden ought to be impeached, the real reason, and that is regarding the erasure of our borders. Kevin McCarthy announced that the impeachment inquiry, of course, involves his overseas business dealings and the money laundering that is obviously going on in the Biden administration. But we want to look at also the erasure of America's borders and why is it that Republicans are not talking about the violation of our law in America by President Joe Biden, unilaterally, single-handedly erasing the borders of America. Why is that not on front and center attention with the Republican committees? But let's talk about, first of all, the impeachment of Joe Biden, as was announced by Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy said that this impeachment inquiry was because of his family business dealings in foreign countries. So here's how McCarthy put it. Today, I'm directing our House committees to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. McCarthy said the probe will be led by House Oversight Accountability Committee Chairman James Comer, that is a Republican from Kentucky, coordinated also with Chairman Jim Jordan, House Judiciary Committee, Republican from Ohio, and Jason Smith, House and Ways and Means Committee Chairman, all of these have been leading in investigations. McCarthy says he does not take any of these facts lightly and that there's so much evidence that we need to open a formal impeachment inquiry. Not only so, but also there's Hunter Biden has been charged with the failure to pay income tax, unlawful possession of firearms, and all of this has been declared to be having been slow-walked by two whistleblower IRS agents who have testified to the House GOP. Now, the White House, on the other hand, tells us this. Here's how the White House spins it. Opening an impeachment despite zero evidence of wrongdoing by the President of the United States is simply red meat for the extreme right wing so they can keep baselessly attacking him. That's from Ian Sams, White House spokesman for oversight and investigations. He wrote that on X. Not only so, but there's moderates in the, in the House, that is Republican moderates in the House, already resisting the impeachment inquiry because they don't want to impeach Joe Biden. They say there's zero evidence of it. For example, Rep Representative Don Bacon, Republican from Nebraska, he's one of those neocons. He represents a district that Biden won in 2020. He's been against an impeachment inquiry for weeks, and he re-upped his opposition Tuesday morning. According to Bacon, he says, as of now, I do not support an impeachment inquiry. I think an inquiry should be based on evidence of a crime that points directly to President Biden, or if the president doesn't cooperate by not providing the documents he added. Going on, Bacon says there's clearly corruption with Hunter using his dad's name to earn tens of millions of dollars, but impeachment needs to be about the dad, not the son. Many of us don't want to see impeachment become something that is commonly used against every president. Let's just stop here for a moment. The first problem here is, number one, they're not really focusing, all of them are not, on the real reason for impeachment, and that is the violation of our laws of America regarding 
people coming into this country. The Immigration and Naturalization Service and Immigration and Naturalization Act violating that on a continual basis and erasing our borders. That's number one. Number two, isn't it interesting that when Trump was president doing things that the Democrats didn't like, they opened an inquiry, they opened an impeachment uh, investigation, impeachment trial one time, then two times on zero and scant evidence completely. And they continue to do it. And then pundits would say, well, this, they ought not do that because now the Republicans are going to come back and do the same thing. But no, I thought when they said that, no, I said the Republicans are not going to do the same thing because the Republicans are too weak. They're too weak to do it, except in, of course, the Freedom Caucus and are putting pressure apparently on Kevin McCarthy to open this inquiry. And they're kind of slow walking this one. So it's kind of interesting that Bacon, Republican from from Nebraska says, well, impeachment, he said, most of us don't want to see impeachment become something that is commonly used against every president. The truth is that's exactly what the Democrats are going to do every single time against a Republican. It's time to fight fire with fire. Representative Mike Lawler from New York said, now he also, by the way, comes from a district that Biden won in 2020. He told Fox News in an interview last week, we're not there yet when asked how he would vote on a measure to launch an impeachment inquiry. So also a Republican from Colorado by the name of Ken Buck. He's a member of the conservative House Freedom Caucus, no less. He's expressed opposition to opening an impeachment inquiry at this particular point. On the other hand, there are others, Republicans, Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, Matt Getz from Florida, who's pushing the impeachment. So what's taking place? You know, <clears throat> I think this is interesting. I have a, here a book. This is, this is regarding Bill Clinton's period of time. It's called The Year of the Rat. And it is written by Edward Timperlake and William Triplett. One of them is a professional journalist. And, and these journalists got together. They, they did the inquiry into Bill Clinton and discovered, of course, what everybody knew and was in the news, but really the news didn't want to cover it, was about the fact that Bill Clinton received money from China. So the Democratic Party has been receiving dirty money from the country of China for many, many years, and they've simply streamlined it. They know how to do it. They're professionals at all of this pee and shell game and hiding all the money. And so Joe Biden has got it down to a science and how it's going to be done in order to keep all these people, all these Republicans from finding out in Congress that you know what, even though the Republicans find out that this is going on, too many of them are so weak regarding it. McCarthy said this, Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Eyewitnesses have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his son's and son's business partners. McCarthy, of course, was referring to the testimony from former Hunter Biden business associate Devin Archer, who recalled numerous occasions when Hunter Biden put his father on a speakerphone in front of foreign business associates. And so the facts are very clear that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden using the front man peddling the influence of that at one time, vice president of the United States to sell influence into China and receiving money from China and Ukraine and other countries in order to 
in order to skew our own legislation in this country. That's what's going on, and it's so very, very important to see. So here's the situation. Even though it is the case that Democrats continue to play hardball, Republicans continue to play softball. They, w- they want to play wiffle ball. The truth is that every time you get a Republican that's strong enough, like Donald Trump, to really stop the international takeover of America, the flooding into America of illegals continually, you're going to have Democrats that are going to throw up impeachment continually, one after the other after the other. And yet Republicans continue not only to slow walk, but they play softball. They don't want to do anything harsh. They don't want to get in the impeachment of Joe Biden and only and only the Freedom Caucus and several members of it. But I want to tell you this. There is a lot more reason to impeach Joe Biden than simply his foreign business dealings and his connection with Hunter Biden and selling his vice presidential, at that time, vice presidential influence in foreign countries and causing us, the United States, to craft legislation to favor China. There's a lot more reason to do it. In that regards, the border is wide open in the United States in complete violation of American law. We'll come back to that in just a moment. Bill Clinton and Al Gore were elected to the presidential office. They were reelected in 1996. But you know, the biggest donor to the Clinton-Gore campaign to the 1990s and into the re-election of 1996 was an Indonesian businessman that laundered money coming from communist China. And that was so obvious and so evident and so open. As a matter of fact, here's the book, Year of the Rat, by Edward uh, Timperlake and William Triplett, investigative journalists, people that were on the inside in the investigation departments. And they wrote a book about it. But here's the real story behind all of it. And that is that Bill Clinton was impeached regarding Monica Lewinsky and having her in the Oval Office. And as you know, the story and the sordid details. But the real story is the fact that Republicans missed the real picture And that was because the mainstream media derailed the entire investigation into those foreign cash installments. And they made it all about Monica Lewinsky and made it look like, you know, it's just about sex in the Oval Office and whether he did or did not. That was what was taking place in Bill Clinton's time. That is exactly what's taking place today, not regarding what's taking place in the Oval Office with a woman, but Avoiding the real issue, and the real issue with Clinton and Gore was receiving foreign cash in order to skew and to turn different legislation in America and to favor Red China, communist Red China. That's what was going on. And so we have pictures of Bill Clinton going into Tiananmen Square after they massacred over a thousand students because they came out and protested. They brought tanks in and Bill Clinton goes into the same place, reviews the Chinese army. He was bought and paid for by China. And so since that time, the Democratic Party has made it a professional thing to receive foreign cash and to how to hide that money in different shell games, different shell companies, moving around here and there. And the same thing is taking place regarding Joe Biden. But you know what? 
The mainstream media is missing the real story, just as they missed the real story there with Bill Clinton. And that is the real story is right here in open in front of us. And that is the erasing of America's borders, all in complete violation of American law. He thumbs his nose at Americans, at American law, and he rewrites American law single-handedly from the Oval Office. That's the real reason that Joe Biden ought to be impeached. So let's think about that for just a moment. From day one, his administration has aided and abetted illegal invasion, illegal aliens invading the United States. Biden has illegally refused to enforce immigration laws. He has manufactured policies that supposedly override the statutes that govern our country. Even in schools, like in high schools and junior colleges, colleges we learn, the supposed structure of the American government, that is that we have the Oval Office, or that is the legislative, that is the executive branch, the legislative branch, the judicial branch, and each of them are separate, and the legislative branch is to oversee the Legis uh, oversee the executive branch, and the executive branch is simply to execute the laws that the legislature has passed. That's what that's basic, of course, what we have to learn. Basic American civics. But what do we have here? What do we have is completely the opposite. Joe Biden is single-handedly writing American law, erasing other American laws, and doing it just as a dictator would. James Madison pointed out to us in the founding of our country, when all the powers collect into one office, we have a dictatorship. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a dictatorship right now. I don't care what anybody says about it. We have a dictatorship, and that is defined very plainly by the Constitution, by erasing our border laws and erasing our borders completely insisting on policies that override and overturn the laws of the United States. He's single-handedly done that. So most people say, well, the reason he's doing that is to change the demographics of America in order to have and import more Democratic voters. That may be the case. I happen to think that it is really deeper than that. I believe that the left actually absolutely hates America. They hate America as it was founded. They hate the limitation of powers that, is, that was crafted by our founding fathers. They hate a Republican-style government. They want a socialistic, democratic, socialistic government. They want a dictatorship. They don't like the freedoms that we've enjoyed. And they're doing everything they can to destroy and erase every one of our freedoms. I believe that's the reason. As a matter of fact, if you go back, into the period of Edward Kennedy, when Ed Kennedy got up, remember he almost single-handedly changed the laws of America at that time. I think this was in the 1970s. Single-handedly changed the laws by saying we're going to, we're not going to have a quota system, accepting so many people from only European nations, but we want to open it up to all nations. And he said that's ridiculous to have people who are. In, in tune with our government, our system of government. It's, that's ridiculous to have that. We need everybody to come in. But he said, when he made that comment, when he made those, uh, pushed that law and that legislation, he said, it is, it is not going to be the case that we will have a flood of people immigrating into the United States. That is simply not the case. That's Edward Kennedy. 
When he said it, it was a bald-faced lie. That's exactly what they wanted to do. That's exactly what they intended to do. And that's exactly what Joe Biden, Barack Obama before him, and every Democrat president has pushed in America. Absolutely destroying this country. If that, you don't believe that that's the reason for it, that is they hate the Republic of America, then why is it that they give benefits to illegals over and above Americans? Why would they do that? Why would they, do, why would they give benefits? Why would they erase the borders in a treasonous fashion? Is it simply to import new voters? Why is it that people who want to come into this country legally cannot do so? That is, they're held up for many, many years in the courts. Why can't they just come right on in? No, it's not about legal immigration. It's about illegal immigration, people violating the laws, and Joe Biden is aiding and abetting it. So let's think about this for just a moment, which I believe is amounts to treason. As a practical matter, Biden has legalized illegal immigration by releasing millions and millions of illegals caught at the border into the heartland of America. He's even created a smartphone application called CBP One Mobile that permits illegals to apply for asylum before they leave home and present themselves at the border. So if you're down in Nicaragua, if you're, if you're down in Venezuela, you have a CBP One Mobile app that you can apply for asylum before you leave home. Biden has created it for you. What is this? It's treason. That's what it is. Also, 90% of asylum seekers and asylum claims are bogus. Migrants are not, not those invading the United States to escape persecution. I use the word migrants in quotes because migrants is what they want to call it. So it's illegal immigrate, immigrants. Illegal immigrants are not invading to escape persecution or violence back home. They're coming for, and they're not coming really for jobs either. They're coming for free stuff such as welfare, schooling, health care, etc. I get into discussions with people every once in a while. One, one liberal says, well, you don't know. They're, they're coming to work. They want to they better their lives. They want to they work here in America. How do you know <laughs> when you give away free health care, when you give away free education, when you give them free transportation, when you give them free hotel rooms, when you give them free food, when you give them everything free, paid for by me, the taxpayer, how do you know whether they're coming in to work or not? You don't have any clue about that. As a matter of fact, a better argument can be made that they're coming in for the free stuff, which is exactly what it appears to be the case. Actually, that is exactly what's happening in America. But whatever be the case, Biden's basic border policy is to release as many illegals into the country as he desires to do with legal justification manufactured out of whole cloth and posted as public policy. For example, February 2022, Department of Homeland Security rewrote federal immigration law to stop deportations and to permit just about anyone to come in that has a sob story and apply for asylum. Now, aside from mass release of illegals caught by U.S. Border Patrol, Department of Homeland Security, and the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, all of these agencies have done the following. And I want you to think about this. Number one, the Biden administration has worked with Mexican authorities to coordinate mass swims across the Rio Grande. That's amazing. They've even sued 
Greg Abbott, the governor of the great state of Texas, for putting up barriers in the Rio Grande River. They don't want any barriers. They want to be able to come over here, mass mass importation of illegals. Number two, they've set up processing centers at Eagle Pass, Texas, to help illegals avoid capture. And that, of course, is what Greg Abbott's trying to do, stop the invasion. This is exactly what Ken Paxton's been about, stopping the invasion. Number three, Biden has permitted a Missouri National Guards woman to open a border barrier in Texas to allow the entry of illegals. Open up the barriers. He wants them to do this. This is, this is the federal government opening up the barriers that have been erected by the state of Texas. Here's another one. <clears throat> Number four. He's created a parole system that will free more than 300,000 Cubans, Haitians, Nicaraguans, Venezuelans annually every year into the United States. Number five, Biden and Mayorkas have falsely accused border agents of whipping Haitian illegals who tried to cross the border. Mayorkas, in a bizarre act of contrition, simply freed 12,000 of those migrants to colonize the heartland. And in all of this, the mainstream media is completely on Joe Biden's side. They're cutting the throat of America, and that's their point. That's their desire. Number six, Biden has also contracted with the airlines and bus companies, no less, to transport and dump illegals into towns and cities without the knowledge or consent of local authorities. So people in local governments have no control over their own city. So with these help, uh, the help of these non-governmental organizations, these NGOs, Biden's border officials have even released illegals infected with the China virus into Texas and Arizona. So let's think about that for a moment. Even though the Biden administration comes down with heavy-handed, autocratic dictates to the government, from the government, to the military, to people that are working in the federal government, that they're going to have to have the, have to have the shot, take the COVID shot, yet he brings in illegals who don't have the shot, releases them with the China's virus into Texas and Arizona. How about this one? Number seven, anchor babies. How about the anchor baby issue? Congress is absolutely blinded on this. Utilizing the 14th Amendment of the United States, they're just absolutely lost here, thinking that when an illegal comes to this country and has a child, then therefore all of them become citizens of this country. That is absolutely absurd. But the anchor baby issue Biden has utilized to establish a beachhead in the United States and drop anchor babies that hold citizenship, which in turn brings the parents in and the families and the larger families, all of it, of course, taking place in America, cutting, cutting off America, really the American Republic, destroying our borders. How about this one? Number eight, Biden refuses, refuses to deport illegal aliens including dangerous, illegal alien criminals. He refuses to do it. So what does this all amount to? It amounts to treason against the United States. Biden ought to be impeached on treason against the United States due to his lack of border policy. We'll be back with more of that in just a moment. Let's talk about the Immigration and Naturalization Act for a moment. As a matter of fact, there are several laws 
that Joe Biden is absolutely violating on a daily basis every single day that he's in office. Now, the biden Mayorkas axis of evil, first of all, I want to point out, has simply wrecked the morale of Border Patrol agents. That's what their union says. Mayorkas, the union tweeted, is a lying scoundrel. Tom Holman, the former director of Immigration and Customs Enforcement, called the perjurious testimony before the U.S. House Judiciary Committee that Mayorkas gave and called it, called the man a lying scoundrel. Holman said he sits here under oath, tells Congress that illegal entries are down 50%. Well, he knows what he's doing. That's what he told Fox News' Harris Faulkner. He's taking thousands of people who enter illegally, pushing them in through a port of entry, through an unlawful program that he himself has created. Mayorkas is, quote Holman says, bringing thousands of illegal aliens to a port of entry he knows do not qualify for asylum based upon 10 years of data. Everything that Biden and Mayorkas have done regarding the southwest border violates the black letter immigration law. They don't need to read between the lines. No one needs to be read between the lines. They're violating the very letter of the law on a daily basis. The Center for Immigration Studies has a leader called Andrew Arthur. Andrew Arthur repeatedly explains that the Immigration and Naturalization Act, this is Andrew Arthur, requires in handling illegals and inadmissible aliens, it requires detention and or deportation. That's it. Detention and or deportation. That is American law. If liberals don't like it, then change the law. But what they're doing, they want to single-handedly go to a dictatorship in which Joe Biden pushes his own law, erases the laws that we have, and pushes his own policies. That's the way Democrats want to do it. They want to destroy the law of the United States. They are destroying the law. They, they have no regard for the law of the United States. So instead of trying to get the law passed, which is constitutional, they simply go through the dictatorship of Joe Biden. For example, under Section 235 of the law, the Department of Homeland Security has two options when it encounters aliens at the border who either entered illegally or sought admission at the ports without proper docu documents. This is from Andrew Arthur. First of all, number one, Section 235B1 of the INA enables the DHS to process those illegal migrants for expedited removal under which they can be removed without appearing before an immigration judge unless the alien claims a fear of harm upon return or requests asylum. And of course, when they claim fear of harm, our Congress has been so wide in its latitude of the definition of that that they almost let anybody claim that they're fearing harm in the country that they live in. So if aliens in expedited removal do claim fear, they're interviewed by an asylum official to determine whether they have a credible fear of return. If the asylum officer makes a positive, credible fear finding, which usually happens because the standard is so low, set by Congress, the alien is placed into a removal proceedings before an immigration judge to apply for asylum. Now that's the law. Number one, if they do claim that they're fear, fearful of going home, then they're placed in 
removal proceedings before an immigration judge, and they're going to apply for asylum. Number two, under Section 235B2 of the INA, the Department of Homeland Security can skip expedited removal, charge those aliens with inadmissibility, and place them directly into removal proceedings. That's the INA's of the DHS's latitude. They may do that. No matter which option, then, the government chooses, aliens must, aliens must be detained throughout the entire process from apprehension to removal or admission. That's Andrew Arthur. So the law does not allow mass paroles. It does not allow mass importation or simply releasing illegals into the country. The exception is releasing illegals only on a case-by-case basis for urgent humanitarian reasons or a significant public benefit. But Joe Biden, his policy is bring them all in. It doesn't matter. Bring them in whether they have COVID or not, whether they have a communicable disease or not, whether they have papers or not, whether they have money or not, we'll give them money, the taxpayers' money, we'll bring them all in. He is aiding and abetting the violation of, nat- of our, not only natural law, I started to say natural law, but also American law right there regarding the immigration, custom, uh, immigration system that we have already set up. So that is the Immigration and Naturalization Act. Now let's look at something else. Joe Biden is bringing something else or violating something else very plainly here. And that is number two, the Secure Fence Act. The INA isn't the only law Biden and Mayorkas have scrapped single-handedly, which is unlawful for them to do. Another is the Secure Fence Act, which requires the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, that would be Mayorkas, to establish operational control of the border. Biden and Mayorkas, of course, argue that they have already operational control with such actions as mass parole. So they bring them in, mass parole them into the interior of the country, and say they have operational control of the border. What a lie. And yet the mainstream media, the Democratic Party, which is basically a socialist party bent on the destruction of America. I don't care if there's a good Democrat out there or not. That's what's going on with the Democratic Party. So the Kennedys and so forth, some of them may be good people, but they need to get out of the Democratic Party. That's what they're about. They're absolutely, the Democrats are absolutely lying about it. They say they have operational control in which point of fact there is no operational control. They simply release people in mass into this country. They're controlling absolutely nothing. There's no control. So the Secure Fence Act's authors did not stop with merely requiring the DHS chief to establish operational control. The law details exactly what the secretary must do and even defines for us what is operational control. Sad to Mayorkas and Biden because we're told and the law tells them what is operational control. Andrew Arthur again speaking. He says the act was rather exacting and specific when it came to fencing and security improvements between the Gulf of Mexico and the Pacific Ocean. It identified five different areas at the southwest border where Congress required DHS to construct at least two layers of reinforced fencing, the installation of additional physical barriers, roads, lighting, cameras, sensors, 
and specified two priority areas for expedited attention. Now that's what operational control involves. But infrastructure wasn't the axe point. The border infrastructure was just a means to an end, not an end in of itself. Congress's end, that is the purpose that Congress passed this law, is identified in Section 2 of the law, of the bill. It was achieving operational control of the border. So Congress did not leave to Joe Biden or Mayorkas the definition of what operational control is. It did not leave it undefined. It tells us exactly what the law is and how operational control is to be defined. So Andrew Arthur tells us again, Section 2B of that act defines it as the prevention, this is a direct quote from the law, the prevention of unlawful entries, all unlawful entries into the United States, including entries by terrorists, other unlawful aliens, instruments of terrorism, narcotics, and other contraband. But what has happened? The Border Patrol has been so overwhelmed. The border has been so overwhelmed. And the Border Patrol agents are so overwhelmed, apprehending, processing, caring for more than 1.65 million illegals since fiscal year 2021. That's last year. And all, more than half a million getaways in the United States that there is, as one of them put it recently in the national news, we have no border whatsoever. And yet, the act requires the DHS chief, Mayorkas, to take all actions the secretary determines necessary and appropriate to achieve and maintain operational control over the entire international land and maritime borders of the United States. That's the law. So violation of the law is a daily habit with Joe Biden. Traitor Joe. And so it should not be Sleepy Joe. It's Traitor Joe. Sounds like a road stop on the way on I-40, doesn't it? So Trader Joe should know all about the act. And here's something else interesting. What irony. He voted for it. He voted for it, as did 79 of his fellow senators, including then-senators Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. So that means Obama violated the law, the law that he himself helped pass. Hillary Clinton violated the law that she herself helped pass unilaterally declaring administrative amnesty to all illegals when the DREAM Act failed to pass Congress. But there's more. We'll come to that in just a moment. Welcome back. The Biden administration not only violates the Immigration and Naturalization Act, it continually violates on a day-by-day basis the Secure Fence Act, but there's even more. There's a law regarding aiding and abetting. And Joe Biden continually on a day-by-day, regular basis, his entire administration continues to violate this. So what is the aiding and abetting law? Well, when you release illegals, flying them and busting them into parts unknown in America, opening up the border fence, allowing them to enter into the country, just a few of his illegal acts, he's also violating U.S. Code number 8, Section 1324, which is bringing in and harboring illegals. That is the aiding and abetting law. The law mandates, get this, prison time for any person who, number one, this is right from the law, knowing that a person is an illegal alien, 
brings to or attempts to bring to the United States in any manner whatsoever such a person at a place other than a designated port of entry or place other than as designated by the commissioner, regardless of whether such alien has received prior official authorization to come to, enter, or reside in the United States, and regardless of any future official action which may be taken with respect to such alien, reading continually from the law, number two, knowing or in reckless disregard of the fact that an alien has come to, entered, or remains in the United States in violation of law, transports or moves or attempts to transport or move such alien within the United States by means of transportation or otherwise in furtherance of such violation of the law. Number three, knowing or in reckless disregard of the fact that an alien has come to or entered remains in the United States in violation of law, that person conceals, harbors, Shields from detection, attempts to conceal, harbor, or shield from detection, such alien in any place, including any building, hotels in New York, or any means of transportation, airlines, buses, or number four, encourages, induces an alien to come to, enter, reside in the United States, knowing or in reckless disregard of the fact that such coming or to, entry, or residence is or will be in violation of law. So I read four sections of the aiding and abetting law right out of the books of Congress, the U.S. Code. Joe Biden has violated that law, continues to do so, even as I speak right now. Why is, and there's jail time prescribed by Congress for violating that law. Why is Joe Biden not going to jail? Why is it that all we hear about is Donald Trump, Donald Trump going down to, and then Georgia, Donald Trump in Georgia, and what's happened in different states and supposed laws that he broke. Here we have open, flagrant, in-your-face violation of law on a daily basis, and yet we don't hear anything about it in Congress at all. So Biden, Mayorkas, and all of their team should face five to 20 years in prison. That's what the law says. And I'm for it. So what's the task? The task is to impeach Joe Biden. But it is argued, well, the Senate will acquit him. So what? <laughs> so what? House needs to impeach Joe Biden, but they need to impeach him for the proper reasons. And that is not only for an influence peddling and Hunter Biden, the case regarding Hunter Biden and Burisma in Ukraine and China's money coming in in different shell companies, not only that, influencing the foreign policy of the United States by foreign cash, but also because what is so open and evident to everyone, even the New York Times can understand this, and that is he's violating the law of the United States by erasing our borders. So let's rehearse. Biden has violated the aiding and abetting laws. He does so on a daily basis. He violates, number two, the Secure Fence Act, which demands that we establish operational control. Number three, he violates the Immigration and Naturalization Act that demands detention and removal. Three laws that are put in place by the representatives of we the people to protect our nation from what is happening right now. And yet Joe Biden is on the other side. 
It is time to impeach Joe Biden. Yesterday was the time, but for the proper reasons.